Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Well, it's a good day for singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning to night. Good morning, good friend. As always, we intend to make it three hours of good times here in the Watchdog Morning Show Studios. 7.09, nine minutes after the hour. I can't guarantee it's going to be a good day out there. It's going to be, I think, a verstunkt day. It is certainly verstunkt this morning. Rainy right now. 66 across the board. 66 at the Highlands. 66 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 66 in my backyard in Elm Grove and 66 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Cloudy, scattered thunderstorms throughout the day. Raining right now. 90 for the high today. Cloudy, a little bit cooler, 85 tomorrow, but there will be storms at least in the morning tomorrow. Partly cloudy on Saturday, and we'll hit uh, probably 83 or so. Uh, Adam, fight coming up a little bit later on with the full forecast. Only because I do it every morning. Just some of the heat numbers that I found for today, all right? Excessive heat warnings are spanning 1,100 miles of this country today. 1,100 miles from the Gulf Coast all the way up to central Minnesota, excessive heat warnings. Temperatures will be more than 20 degrees normal for the Plains, the Midwest, the southern states. By Friday, more than 65 million people have experienced temperatures over 100 degrees. Uh, in Kansas City, a nursing home evacuated. Uh, in Chicago, schools were on remote. They didn't ask the kids to come in. They went to, uh, to do it by remote. The heat index reached 119 degrees in that uh, Kansas City nursing home where the air conditioning went out. That's when you want the air conditioning to go out a day where you're 119 degrees. 22 cattle died in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, it just said, that's it, it's too hot. We're checking <laughs> that's out. It. No more milk, no more nothing. We're just done. We're off to the great big... We're steak. We're going to the... You're right, we're, we're steak. Georgia, portions of the Carolinas will experience heat index values in excess of 100 degrees. Louisiana, dealing with values in the 110 degree category. Uh, just because I do it every day, I just keep on reminding you, this heat is... A gigantic issue, and and it's out there. We're going to have a hot one today as well here. 90 uh, degrees is, is our temperature. All right, it's a 7-11 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I'm Howard Monroe behind the board. Ha, ah, thankfully, is Bob Slider. You didn't fall off, or did you go up on the roof? Maybe you didn't go on the roof. Did, you just read my mind. I'm, 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 I was wondering, does Howard think that you chickened out or that you, that you made it? I was concerned. I, I, you know, I, I'm afraid I have to go get you while you were swinging from a rope over there or something working on your roof. You know, Howard, I'm, I'm I'm very proud of myself this morning. Uh, usually, uh, when I'm there's something out there that I'm not comfortable with, I avoid it. I if, just don't if, want to do it. I'll do it later. If there's something that I'm really afraid of, there's not a shot. You know, I will push that. I'll do it really later. It's not on the back burner. It's behind the stove somewhere. Look closely. <laughs> it's there. But I will go out of my way. But I told myself, look, you have to do this. You know, you've been having trouble with this problem around your vent going through the roof you have to get up there and, and and see how bad it is and you have to patch it you know how to do it you just have to get there 
And uh, I did. And uh, one of the things that kind of surprised me, Howard, I was prepared. I was not prepared. Thankfully, I, I, I wore, I covered up. I wore an old pair of jeans and stuff. The roof, like you would imagine if you had any common sense, which I guess I don't, was so hot you couldn't even, well, bare skin, you couldn't, even for a second, you couldn't touch it. Not not to, do you remember I had this conversation with you yesterday about how I thought that the yeah, worst thing in the world were people Yeah, but you also, now that you bring that up, you also say, well, it's a little cloudy after today. I don't think you'll be, I don't think you'll be as hot. The sun won't did, be as bad, right? Do you that? remember saying that? Did I say that? You did oh, say that. I'm sorry about that. And I am so afraid of falling. Yeah. That I can't have by yourself too. You didn't. I was there by myself. I alerted a neighbor, and she was uh, watching out for for my scream. So I felt (laughs) a little bit better, but I cannot even have any kind of protection on my hands because I am so afraid of falling. I want to be able to grasp something with that death grip. You know, if I'm going to slide off that that porch, I'm taking or off that roof, I'm taking as many shingles as I can with me, trying to (laughs) trying to stop my fall. But uh, I got up there. I avoided getting electrocuted, which always is a is a that's a positive thing. Yeah, it's a it's a real real fear of mine because where where the line is and where I try to go around it to get from my porch roof up to my house roof, and you know it's got a pretty good pitch, and I'm, I just have a fear. Howard, when's the last time you were up on a roof there, Santa Claus? Let me see. That would be uh, well, never. You've never been up on a roof. Well, that's probably not true. I, I have been up on a on my yeah, I have been up on my back roof. And, uh, you know, it's that, that pitch, I just have this tremendous fear of kind of like slipping off a mountain, Howard, just, just slipping off of that roof and not being able to do anything about it. But I got up there and I did it, and it rained a little bit. And uh, knocking here, Howard, I, th- I, think I, I think I did it. So, I'm, yes, I, I, I was very successful and I uh, unscathed. You made it through. I did. No swinging from the roof with uh, nope. no screaming <laughs> for my roof. neighbor to help. Come, please come help me. None of that. I had the scanner on. I kept thinking if I heard uh, over Brook Avenue, uh, over Brook Avenue, emergency <laughs> man swinging from man his laying roof. There. Uh, I would have, uh, I would have, would have gone. Well, well, that's good. And because afterwards uh, there was a mighty, mighty heavy rain, you probably had a chance to see if you had done a good job, right? Because I assume the rain did not come through. Well, y- yes, and it didn't rain as hard as uh, you know I was kind of anticipating. And I, you know, I was sitting there after I got my shower, and you know, feeling really, really good that I got it done. And uh, sitting there eating a sandwich, watching the pirate game. And all of a sudden, a cloud burst in Pittsburgh. They had to, they had to stop the game. They had to postpone the game. And then it wasn't long after that it, it rained in Elm Grove. And I think, man, I'm so glad I didn't put that off to like yeah. the evening or later in the afternoon. But yes, Howard. It looked like a couple. So you're here. I'm I glad. am here. So you're, you're all your parts are in place. My, my roof is repaired. I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the rain. Uh, Teddy, right after we picked up Teddy from school, and we were, we always when we get in get home, he swings on the swing in our front yard, and I sit on the glider, and he tells me about his day. Uh, but we heard some thunder, and he said, "Granddad, I'm going to go to my house now." <laughs> he doesn't like to be out in the thunder and lightning. But I stayed out. I sat on the glider in my front uh, uh, I don't know porch, but the por- porchy area. Um, got a big tree overhanging, so it kept the rain from me, and the glider has a roof on it. And so for, you know, maybe 20 minutes, I was sitting this. Then eventually it just got me soaking wet, and I had to leave. And my wife kept saying, don't you listen to Adam. Adam says, don't sit under a tree in a, in a thunder and lightning storm. But I said, ah, it's not going to get me, not going to bother me. That's what they all say, Howard. I love sitting. I, I just enjoy sitting in the rain. It was just a ton of fun. Your description of the thunder brings me to this morning. I, you know, I get up early. But now, you know, the driving routine is reversed. You pick me up, so I don't have to get up nearly as early. But 
at 3.30 this morning, almost exactly 3.30, I, I heard this tremendous <laughs> yes, and I, uh, I thought, well, here it comes. Might as well just get out of bed now. That way I can keep an eye, did my patchwork work, and I wanted to see how bad because I, I just always anticipate the worst. Is the power going to go off? And uh, it didn't, didn't even flicker. And, uh, again, maybe we, maybe we was able to luck out and, and miss another storm, Howard. Because uh, I think what, what I'm watching Adam this morning, we'll have him here in just a few minutes, looks to me like the storms are now heading north. Is that, is that what you're watching there? I think so, too, yeah. So it's probably away from us now. But, uh, good st- again, the storm I was in, sat out in, it was the, the torrential downpour, fairly short-lived, now the thunder and lightning kept on going, but but uh, you know you could hear the rumbles of thunder all throughout the night. Uh, but the, the actual downpour was fairly short lived. But uh, but uh, I enjoy it. Um, and Teddy slept through it. We had him at home last night because we got a phone call. Look, he's back in school now, so we don't keep him at all on on school nights, right? He has to get because when he's at Granddad's house, Granddad says you can stay up as late as you want. But at school nights, he has to be in bed at nine o'clock, get ready for bed. So, but we got a phone call. Granddad, I need to come down and spend the night at your house. I'm like, oh, boy. I'm like, are you fighting with your parents? What exactly is going on? He lost a tooth. And he knew immediately. His dad says, immediately he says, Daddy, I lost a tooth. I have to spend the night at Granddad's because their tooth fairy leaves more money than you than our tooth fairy does. <laughs> so he came and spent the night at our house. I got him in bed at normal time. I got a gigantic lecture from my son. Dad, you cannot let him stay up like you usually do. So I got him in bed. I gave him 15 extra minutes. But uh, um, Did you slip a little C note under his uh, pillow there, the, uh, granddad? The, the, uh, the, the, uh, the tooth fairy, and I know I'll get texts about this, about that stupid, you're, I spoiled the child. So uh, the tooth fairy in, the, in, the, in the, this Monroe family leaves $20. Just one 20 Just a 20 a single 20 it was pointed out to me by somebody else I was talking to last night. I got a quarter when I was kid. You know? <laughs> I think I don't know what the going. I should look that up. It's probably somewhere. I think I've had that seen that what the going rate for the tooth fairy is. But but he knew right away. He said, "I there it is. There's that twenty bucks." <laughs> he said, "He said I lost my tooth. I have to spend the night at Grandma's house because that's where the tooth fairy gives us the the most amount of money." So. That was a good night. 719, 19 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. By the way, you all are welcome to uh, join us on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Did I, I didn't even say that right, did I? Text line. Sounds good to me. 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. Pick up the phone. Call us if you want to. 304-232-8255. A text, which I think you've already answered, but a text here, Bob. Uh, did you have any roof leaks after you fixed it? Uh, not so far, but so I, you know, it, it needs to be uh, the wind needs to be blowing a lot more, and the rain needs to be come down a lot heavier it before I go. Lo- it needs like I cure. Be- I think that's a word that you didn't have to cure. That. And that was another thing because again, I it, I just had it up there. But you're very good, Howard. It needs to harden up, is what I was looking for. But yes, we'll yep. see. Keep your fingers crossed because I don't want to go back up. I'm gonna <laughs> send Howard up. <laughs> Let's see uh, another text off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Just a twenty, huh? You're raising another Trump right there. Nah, you know what? I'm granddad. Granddad takes care of the kid. It's as simple as that. That will never change. My kids, I'll be honest, my kids get a little irritated with me that all I do for him. And I will be talking. Teddy will say, oh, you know, I would love uh, such and such a, a new toy or something. And I will run right away to Amazon and order it. And then my 
parent, my kids just go berserk. Dad, he don't have just because he says he wants it, he didn't have to get it for. It. Anyway, 720, 20 after the hour. A couple of real quick uh, headlines from the morning intel today. Uh, you'll have Ohio Valley headlines from uh, Taylor Long in a minute, but a couple of things that you may be curious about. Uh, Payton City is still under a do not use order. A headline from the Intel today, Payton City residents frustrated as water issues reoccur. So they're still waiting for test results, and they're still not able to drink or take a bath or wash their clothes or wash their dishes in their water in Payton City. Uh, if you read the Intel story, there's a lot of folks down there who are, well, quite frankly, frustrated, a little bit irritated with this. Um, so this whole story in the Intel today, but basically, for in case you're curious, Payton City still uh, has bad water. I want to say congratulations to, we talked about this briefly yesterday, our good friend Bishop Cummings was honored yesterday at the Light of the Valley Luncheon, uh, at, uh, I think it was at Wheeling Park. Uh, the Wheeling YMCA honored him and his passion for helping others gave him the Dr. Lee Jones Patron of Youth Award at the Light of the Valley Luncheon. Lots of people speaking on his behalf. Rabbi Leaf was there. A number of other folks from the Y and elsewhere were there talking about all the good things that Bishop Cummings does. No sense for us to run him down again because we've talked about him multiple times, including yesterday. But once again, Bob, just a congratulations to Bishop Cummings. Um, he deserves every honor and award that he can get. And, you know, I, I watched some of the video. I wasn't there, but I watched some of the video of the ceremony, and he just he's sitting up on this on the dais and he's just such a you can see he's a humble man he just got his head down it's almost like man i wish they wouldn't say all these things about me you know i'm just doing my job i'm just doing god's work here on earth so again congratulations to our friend uh, bishop cummings he was honored at the light of the valley luncheon and finally as we told you earlier this week was likely to happen wheeling city council's development committee last night talked about what to do about parking particularly parking meters in downtown Wheeling once the streetscape is done. They've torn up all the meters in much of downtown now because they're doing the streetscape work. Are they going to put them back in? Council's Development Committee, uh, which actually included all the council members uh, together, kicked around a lot of different ideas, uh, but basically they came up to the conclusion they want to find some way to offer free parking uh, downtown. We talked to Wheeling's Vice Mayor Chad Thalman about this uh, earlier this week. And what Chad was talking about is exactly what they were talking about last night. Do you have a strong opinion on this, Howard? I, I agree with some kind of free parking, yeah. But don't you have to ha pay someone to police that, like uh, an hour limit, two-hour limit? Don't you have to say you can't park there all day, though, because this is for people coming that's coming downtown to shop. They are looking at a couple of different things. Uh, Ty Thorngate said when he was in Fredericksburg, Virginia, I plan to be there again in October, where my kids were for a while. Uh, when he was in Fredericksburg, Virginia, he saw an auto chalk system. <clears throat> Cameras are attached somewhere in the area, and they patrol the target area, and somehow they capture pictures of the license plate. They calculate the time each vehicle has been at a certain location, and then, then they automatically issue tickets. So uh, maybe, maybe they'll turn that over to not... A human being, not Bob Slider, walking up in the street with a with a with actually a chalk block. But and that's with, good because that's an issue I have. Look, you're right. I'm wrong. Give me a ticket. That does not give you a right to put anything on my vehicle. That is my. You just don't like the idea of the chalk mark on your tire. Again, what would happen if I went through Elm Grove and I had a piece of chalk and I was chalking everybody's tires? They would arrest me. Good point. It's simple.
In the end, the development committee agreed to ask the city staff, that would be Bob Heron and so on, to investigate options for some kind of two-hour free parking policy. You know, there's some talk about kiosks. I use the Park Mobile app whenever I park downtown or well, anywhere in, town, in the city. It's on my phone. It's connected to my credit card. Couldn't you take a picture, Howard? Like if that was your job, somewhere you have a time thing, time stamp, kind of electronic time stamp. You take a picture of the car. You take a picture of the time. And then it's case closed. If you come back two hours later and it hasn't moved, don't chalk the tires. Write up a ticket. Yeah. Yep. Well, they're gonna. They're still working on it. Again, it was pretty much exactly what we heard from Chad Thalman earlier this week. But I do want to mention the the, the development committee last night uh, took care of that. Uh, it is 725 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now, what else are we doing today? Uh, Trump talked to Tucker, and the other GOP contenders talked to Fox News. Which did you watch? Did you watch any of it? Howard. The, the debate I'm talking about. The Howard. debate. You know me pretty well. Why in the world would Bob Slider watch that last night when my guy, the guy that I'm learning to love, the guy that I will watch tonight, that I 100% support he's in atlanta i will watch him who uh do you refer to i'm talking about kenny pickett the steelers are in atlanta tonight <laughs> howard kickoff 7 30 who the hell else you think i'm talking about i i, I was uh, i was confused there i was confused there i didn't watch the debate either because i was contending with my uh, grandson right at uh, right at uh uh, debate time was Teddy bedtime, and so he and I were in his bedroom reading stories. So I didn't see it. So I assigned work to somebody. I figured he's not a congressman anymore. He's got to have some free time, right? So I asked former Congressman Bob Nay if he would please watch the debate and come on today and report for us what he saw and what he heard. Bob Nay is with us coming up a little bit later on this morning. We have been talking a lot every day about the troubles at WVU. Dan Bauman is with the Chronicle of Higher Education. He's written a couple of stories, uh, including a very lengthy one just this week, about the problems at WVU and how other people, outsiders, are looking at this story. He's with us this morning to talk about that. There was a new report just released yesterday on the economic impacts of fracking in this entire area um, and what might be done going forward. We'll talk to one of the authors of that report. Coming up next, Bob, this is one that I think should be right up your alley because I'm going to say I think it's a conspiracy. The big boss that uh, launched the revolution against Putin a couple months ago? Hmm. A mysterious plane crash. And we'll talk about that straight ahead on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hi, Dave Wilson filling in for Hoppy Kirchival on Metro News Talk Line. On Monday's show, talk to WVU student Matthew Kolb, who says he's going to be directly impacted by the proposed program cuts. I was actually looking to um, go to graduate school for math here, but that is one of the programs that's up to be cut. So that would affect my decision on where to go to school. Now, the PhD math program here is the only one in the state. Catch us each weekday at 10.06 Metro News Talk Line on these Metro News radio stations. Save on your next project with 11% off everything at Menards. Check out our great selection of Morton water softeners. Morton's look-ahead technology learns and predicts your water needs, saving you money. Get a 34,000-grain water softener for $417.99 after 11% rebate. Plus, Menards stocks all the salt pellets you need. Good through August 27th, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. So stop in and check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room. And be ready for any summer adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end September 5th. Toyota, let's go places. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. I've got a tiger by the tail that's plain to see. I won't be much when you get through with me. Well, I'm a losing weight and I'm turning mighty pale. Looks like I've got a tiger by the tail. I forgot, it's Thursday. It's a country music bumper music day here on the Watchdog Morning Show. E, uh, off the text line, 30 Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. Back to uh, Teddy and the Tooth Fairy's visit last night where at Granddad's house he gets $20. $20! That's great, says the texter. Go ahead, spoil Teddy all you want within reason. Also... I am an orphan and up for adoption. <laughs> I've had people say, when I talk about how I, how I think I'm a pretty good grandfather. I try very hard to be a good grandfather. I am overly solicitous. I spoil the kid. It's just as simple as that. Nothing I can do about it. But I have a lot of people that say, is there any chance I could send you my kids? <laughs> Would you like to be my, my kid's grandfather? And we know that uh, Teddy is a very kind soul. But, I'm, you know, he's going to grow up one of these days. Howard, how many, you're going to walk, you're going to come in one of these days. There's going to be four teeth laying there that he, that he figured out that if he pulls them out, that, that's 80 <laughs> bucks granddad's going to give me. You know, some people sell blood when they need money or even go sell semen or something, right? Teddy would just know, just pull out more teeth and go see, go see granddad. So, I'm sorry. I can't help it. I do spoil him. I try. I try. My son will tell you. I I try my best to not to not give in. And my kids, my son especially, my my daughter-in-law just gives me the evil eye. My my son just, Dad, are you hearing me? Do not let him stay up any later. Did you, Dad, did you hear me? Are you do you hear me? Yes, son. I hear you. Are you going to do what I tell you to do? I hear you, son. <laughs> anyway, 7.31, 29 to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. So, Bob, this one's right up your alley, and I think if your alley is where I expect it to be, I'm going to agree with you. You remember a number of months back, there was a mutiny, a revolution, uh, in a little tiny part of Russia, put on by the Wagner Group, if you will. Uh, Prigozhin was the guy who was the leader of it. Uh, it was short-lived. It was, what, a couple of days, and then... He kind of said, okay, we're done now. Um, and remember, he disappeared for a while. Now, he's been back in public eye since then. But he ain't coming back in public eye no more, no more. He won't be back no more. Because uh, there was a plane crash yesterday, a passenger plane crash that uh, Pergosian was in, and apparently he was, uh, well, um, killed in that plane crash. And you know how I feel about Howard. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. That wasn't an accident. And, you know, couldn't have been. You know, the odds against that. Uh, but I also have read this morning that occasionally they will 
put his name out there on airplanes. Until they identify the body 100%, oh. I'm, I'm not going to say for sure. But okay. it, it looks that way, Howard. So you're not, you're not disputing that it likely was some kind of a plot or conspiracy. I would think so, yes. Don't but, you? But it may not have been the real Progosian. Possibly. That's what that's what you're that, possibly yes until I hadn't heard that, until they confirm that yes there's no question about it that's him you probably heard on uh, ABC News top of the hour in this past hour uh, one of the analysts was saying well the plane was you know just flying along flying along flying along flying sure along, was normal flying doo, 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 doo. and then all of a sudden yeah, and uh, and uh, they said there are only a couple of reasons that could occur, and one of them, of course, is being well, you know, shot down out of the sky. Yeah, and I heard they still haven't found the Air Force guy yet. He's still missing. So, heads up over there. You know, I'm not normally into the conspiracy stuff, but uh, look, it's Russia. How would you feel, Howard, if you were on an airplane? You looked across the aisle and you saw him sitting there. I'd be getting off that airplane. Hello, nice to see you, sir. I am Prigozhin. Comrade, you may have heard of me. I uh, I had the mutiny. Yes, I uh, yes, that's me. Land this plane. Land this plane. I'm getting off. I'd be like looking over at like a 9/11 terrorist sitting there. Oh my I am goodness! Getting off. I gotta no. get off this plane. No, um, it's not a joke. I mean, the plane crashed in in. I guess I could say mysterious circumstances so far. No real. Now, who knows? There will be some kind of either cover-up or a real explanation. Maybe there's an explanation. But uh, the experts now are saying that just, you know, just flying along, flying along, shoom, crashes. And the Wagner boss, Prigozian, uh, is um, apparently, apparently is no more. White House National Security Advisor uh, was asked about, uh, you know, about the plane crash. And um, the disastrous war in Ukraine led to a private army marching on Moscow, and now it would seem that it has led to this. Asked by reporters if Putin was behind the crash, President Biden said, well, there's not much in Russia Putin's not behind. <laughs> so that's uh, Now, he went on to quickly say, I don't know, but, I mean, that tells you a lot right there, right? I'm sure Mr. Ney will also have an opinion on that, Howard. Yeah, we'll check in with Bob Ney uh, in about an hour from now uh, to talk about, uh, mainly talk about the debate. But, yeah, I, we got to talk about this, too. I'm sure he'll have some, some thoughts on that. So, and, by the way, uh, Bob was telling me last night, it's amazing the Belmont County connections that we find to presidential campaigns. Um, you recall Corey Lewandowski was one of Trump's key campaign advisors for a long period of time, uh, had worked for Bob Ney. And had been came from Belmont County, and uh, one of the key advisors to uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, one of the big candidates right now, apparently came through Belmont County as well, which I did not know. Bob was telling me last night, so we'll talk about that. Former Congressman Bob Ney on the presidential debate and other matters coming up in about an hour. 735, 25 till the hour right now, right here on the Watchdog Morning Show. If you want to join us, you can. 304-214-1600, the text line, or give us a call. It's the Frio Stack auction service lines. We're happy to hear from you. I'm happy to hear right now from Taylor Long. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 24th. West Virginia District 2 House of Delegate Mark Ceteslo announced his decision to run as the Republican candidate for West Virginia Senate District 1. It includes Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, along with a portion of Marshall. This is the seat the current District 1 Senator Ryan Weld holds. Ceteslo says he looks forward to continuing the work he and Weld had started together. He also says his goals include more businesses, manufacturing, and using river transportation to our advantage in the northern panhandle.
And the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, otherwise known as ATF, has partnered with the Wheeling Police Department to host training for state and local officers to strengthen federal firearms, investigations and target violent crime. They discussed available resources such as crime gun tracing and ways ATF and federal prosecutors can better support local public safety strategies. This is part of a series of trainings ATF's Louisville Division is holding with police departments across Kentucky and West Virginia. And the future of Wheeling's downtown parking is taking center stage. As part of the project, the parking meters will have to be removed. These meters are decades old and city officials do not want to reinstall them. Wheeling Mayor Glenn Elliott is proposing a new policy. You would have two hours of free parking in certain areas. They would be rigidly enforced using a camera system and artificial intelligence to read license plates to see how long cars have been sitting. Mayor Elliott hopes this idea could free up more spaces downtown as opposed to people just continuously feeding the meter all day long. An IC Care teamed up with Waterfront Wednesdays last night for the third annual Sunset Senior Fair. It features a wide array of vendors within the healthcare arena. It also had educational experiences and heartfelt contributors to the greater cause of Alzheimer's awareness. Event goers were treated to free games and prizes. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place, right time. Live and local, every weekday, with 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Bob along too. We're both back here. We're wet and dripping and we're ready to roll. Oh, some at home might be wondering what that voice is. I know exactly what that voice is. That's Pepsi calling you and me, isn't Pepsi, it? Pepsi, it's Pepsi calling. <laughs> I tried to know Pepsi at this morning. Now I brought Pepsi just because I, you know, in case the addiction gets too hard. But uh, I'm doing my S. Pellegrino right now. What are you drinking this morning? 
I have the uh, red Powerade. So I'm going to my S. Pellegrino. You're doing Powerade. But I'm telling you, I'm hearing the siren call. Howard, we're Pepsi back here, and we're all fizzy for you. Come get us. Come get us. Do you think that, I mean, it's, it is becoming an addiction. Yeah, because you like it. It, it helps in the morning. Again, some people might not enjoy it like I do, and it seems like you're enjoying it. It, it gives you a little pick-me-up. It gives you a jolt, and I don't think it's like in your head, Howard. I think it does. Come drink us, Bob. <laughs> I got my headphones on. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to listen. We're cold and ready to go. All right, 742. <laughs> What's scary is I'm hearing them in my voice. I'm hearing them in my head calling me. 7.40, till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Might as well enjoy our Pepsi because you're not going to enjoy the weather very much, at least not what we have outside right now. It's kind of rainy and uh, mid-60s. Adam Fike is here from the Big 7, WTRF-TV, our morning meteorologist. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. Other than your, how do I describe it, little over-caffeination like me in your <laughs> orneriness. I would say in the most polite way. How are you? <laughs> well, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. It was um, it was a little uh, it was just a little light drizzle when we came in this morning. There was a lot of rain overnight. Well, I don't know if there was rain actually. There was a lot of thunder and lightning at least overnight. I can say that. And we had a nice heavy downpour yesterday afternoon. I sat outside in it, underneath my glider, which has a cover on it, as long as I could. But then eventually it started getting me soaked. I love to sit outside in a, in the rain and. And I enjoyed that for a while, but man, that was a heck of a heck of a storm. Oh my goodness! Like every once in a while, I like how Doctor Dave put it. As a meteorologist, you have to learn to eat a piece of humble pie. And every <laughs> once in a while, I'll be surprisingly I'll be surprised and happy at the same time that I was wrong. So I thought we were just going to see a couple showers yesterday. I'm like maybe an isolated rumble of thunder. But, I mean, that wasn't isolated rumbles of thunder. Those were some boomers of thunder right. during the afternoon and it was like one of those i was sitting on the porch same thing as you losing my mind because i was excited because it was storms right <laughs> like you could feel it i could feel it shaking the porch it was that powerful yeah they were they were really strong rumbles of thunder and then later there was some lightning it didn't come right away again i was sitting outside right after school we picked uh, my grandson up and we always sit outside in the front yard, and he swings on his swing, and I sit on the glider. We did it for about 10 minutes, though, and then all of a sudden the boomers began, Granddad, I'm going home now. I want to be in the house when this comes. He, <laughs> he said he didn't like the thunder and lightning, so he left me. And, and I sat out in the rain until, until I got thoroughly soaked, and then I, and then I, uh, and then I came in. But, um, and it was, uh, it was at least thundered and lightning overnight. I don't know what the, how much rain we got, but I know it thundered and lightning because I could see and hear it through my windows as I was sleeping. Um, and it's still a little rainy outside right now. I mean, honestly, from what it was yesterday afternoon, last night, even early this morning, yeah, it's gloomy, damp start the morning, but a lot, but a lot better than what it could be. Still seeing light showers and drizzle mainly for our area. So the good news is a lot of that storm activity is staying for eastern Indiana and western Ohio. So we should, should, air quotes, you can't see me, I'm giving air quotes, should, knock on wood, <laughs> notice things clearing out later this morning to the afternoon. Not completely clear. We'll see pox of sunshine and drive through at least the afternoon. Come the evening, though, we could see a few storms trying to pop, especially if we see extra sunshine. It's going to be a hot day, though, right? Oh, my goodness, especially. 
especially for parts west of I-77 that see that sunshine, it could be very well get into the low 90s. Most of us, though, I expect to stay between that 85 and 89 range. Uh, it's still it's it's that's uh, that's going to be although if we get a little bit of rain or just a, just a little drizzle or something that that sometimes makes it not feel quite so bad. But not, not necessarily. I mean, I would gladly take the cloud cover because if it was completely sunny in 88, that would just feel miserable. So the clouds at least help it feel a little bit better as well. If we feel bad, keep in mind uh, uh, there are 1,100 miles of extensive heat warnings in the Midwest right now. Uh, the Gulf Coast up to central Minnesota, 1,100 miles under excessive, excessive heat warnings today. So, uh, you know, it's going to get hot, but we're at least not in that category, at least not yet, not yet. So, um, and it is an interesting, Adam, Bob. What, it's been a month ago, two months ago, when we hit those high 90s for a while and pushed close to I mean, we thought we were going to just die from the heat. Now 90 is like, well, it's not too bad. <laughs> I mean, you get, you get used to it. Oh, yeah, no, I was laughing the other day. I'm like, oh, it's 86 outside, and I'm, and I'm comfortable. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, just wait till it gets to the phone. It drops below 60 degrees, and we're all breaking up the winter coats. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tomorrow, a uh, little bit of lingering rain. Is that right? Yep. Exactly right. Most of the activity I expect to be out between sunrise and 8 a.m. then will generally clear throughout the day. Now, between that, I would say, what, 11 to 3 p.m. time frame as that cold front finally pushes through. We might see a stray shower try to pop or an isolated storm, but most of us will remain dry after noon. And we should see increasing sunshine throughout the day and actually fairly pleasant weather for football games tomorrow night. Good. That's good to hear, uh, because we kick off our uh, football. Well, we kicked it off last weekend, but we kick off our key season with John Marshall Monarchs on WVOY and the uh, Central Maroon Knights on WKKX on Friday, and uh, we want folks to have. Uh, and then, of course, all across the Ohio Valley, all kinds of games. We hope that people have uh, good weather to attend them. But if not, they can listen to them on the radio and get and full coverage of them afterwards on WTF TV. It should be good weather for that. And we see that beautiful weather stick through the weekend as well. I mean, look at Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we're still in the 80s Saturday. We see the sunshine return. Sunday, Monday, though, I think are going to be our best days. Humidity will remain under control. We're being the upper 70s, and there's plenty of sunshine. So those are our good days. So, Bob, your grass-cutting days are Sunday and Monday. Sunday and Monday for cutting grass. Uh, I was just watching you on TV, uh, Adam, and uh, we got our we had our fingers crossed for the uh, Frank Gilbert uh, benefit they're having on Sunday, and it looks like they just uh, really hit a home run there. It looks like there couldn't have been any better better weather for Sunday. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Clear skies, mainly a 70, 79, maybe eighty. So that, yeah, that like, yeah, a, that's, like a high of eighty. So that's yeah, perfect. That's 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 good stuff. Uh, into next week, we might uh, can still see some clouds and a little bit of rain as we start the week off next week, too, right? Most of that, the good news as of right now, tends to trend overnight. So much of okay. the daytime hours itself on Tuesday and Wednesday are that mix of clouds and sunshine, so that mostly sunny to partly cloudy argument. Showers Tuesday at this time, quote, at the time, will be mainly after sunset Tuesday evening, overnight through early Wednesday morning. And then we'll be back to sunshine in the mid-70s on Wednesday. We need to get some kind of a sounder, Bob, so whenever he does air quotes, it's like, bing! Everyone knows air quotes. Goes by. Actually, I use a lot of air quotes, too. We need an air quote. Uh, there we go. There we go. Air quotes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, exactly. 
<laughs> All right. So today a little rainy um, and a little a uh, little warm, but uh, but we'll get by. We'll live with it, and uh, hopefully things will get better. Adam, I appreciate your time as I always do. Sixty six right now everywhere. Sixty six. Well, I don't know, but everywhere. I mean, like maybe not in Alaska or something, but a uh, sixty six of the Wheeling Ohio County Airport. Sixty six of the Highlands. Sixty six in Elm Grove, and sixty six here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We shall talk to you tomorrow morning to wrap up the week. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate it. Talk to you then. Thank you. Does until the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, we'll give you some details about that Frank Gilbert uh, benefit. We'll do that coming up in a minute or two. And also, we will check in with Mr. Slider, who will uh, apparently, uh, he's apparently he's looking forward to, uh, well, games tonight because he didn't watch the debate, but he's prepared for, for the Steelers stuff. Well, that's all coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Hi, it's Tony Caridi, host of the CityNet Statewide Sports Line right here on Metro News. Join the Senator Brad Howe, Coach Greg Hunter, and myself as we discuss the day's biggest sports stories, talking with coaches, former players, and sports writers from all over the state and across the nation, bringing you the latest from the high schools, colleges, and the pro game. So don't miss the CityNet Statewide Sports Line weeknights at 6.06 here on the Metro News Radio Network and streaming live at WVMetroNews.com. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. I remember singing with Roy Rogers at the movies when the West was really wild. I was listening to the Opry when all of my friends were digging rock and roll and rhythm and blues. I was country. Country was uncool.
It's 8 to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. It's a Thursday morning edition. As always on Thursdays, bumper music is uh, country style. And, uh, yeah, I've, it's interesting. I, in the very beginning of doing our country bumpers, Bob, they were all the, the guys. And then at some point you realized, hey, we got to mix the ladies in as well. Very and now, good, Howard. Right? a nice mixture. Yeah, trying to. Uh, 66 degrees pretty much across the board. It's time to check into the sports world. And for that, we go to Slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. Yesterday afternoon at PNC Park, the St. Louis Cardinals beat the Pittsburgh Pirates 6-4. to Richie Palacios had a career-high three hits. He knocked in two runs for St. Louis. If you're saying Palacios, if you're a little confused, what a three-game series it was for the Palacios brothers. On Monday, Josh Palacios knocked in five runs for the Pirates. On Tuesday, Richie hit his first career home run for the Cardinals. Pittsburgh starter Luis Ortiz lasted just three and a third innings. Pounded for five runs, seven hits, gave up five walks. Andrew McCutcheon had three doubles. Key Brian Hayes, remember him, Howard? Key Brian Key Hayes. Key Brian Hayes had a solo home run his ninth of the season. The Pirates announced a setback, though, for injured shortstop O'Neill Cruz. Cruz has been shut down from running after rehabbing his surgically repaired left ankle. He fractured his left fibula back on April 9th. The organization remains confident the 24-year-old will return at some point in 2023. Tonight, the Pirates begin a three-game series with the Chicago Cubs. Pittsburgh has not yet named a starter first pitch 7:05. The Pittsburgh Steelers continue their preseason tonight in Atlanta, Georgia. Not clear on just how many starters will play for the Falcons or the Steelers. Kickoff at 7:30. And Howard, it's Thursday. That it is. Wait, hold on. Let me check my count. Yes, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. That means it's Football Friday tomorrow from 12 to 3. The <laughs> this Pine... is Football Friday Eve. Yes, the Pine Room Boys uh, at Gumby's in Elm Grove again this Friday. Discounts, giveaway, stop on by. They'll go over all the high school matchups, and there's a lot of them this weekend. And then after that, it's the Matt Jones Friday walkthrough from 3 to 5 in studio. Scott Nolte, Brett Clough, Jerry Ames, Mark Heinerman. And then, if you haven't had enough, both openers tomorrow for Wheeling Central and John Marshall. Wheeling Central at home. They open up with James Monroe. 7 o'clock kickoff, WKKX, AM 1698.1 FM, Jerry Ames and Ryan Storm. And then John Marshall. They travel to university in Morgantown. No problem. If you don't want to make the trip, no problem. 7 o'clock kickoff. You can hear that on WVLY, AM 1370, FM 97.7. Ross Johnston, Mark Heinemann, Bob Traveri. It's our busy signal. Busy season. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.55. And as I always do when we promote the Friday football things, I want to remind you, if you are not able to be within our immediate listening area of the broadcast signals, we have four broadcast signals, but if you can't catch the broadcast signals, you can listen online, watchdognetwork.com, and then uh, you can choose. Once you get there, there are two options for you, WKKX or WVOY. Want to catch John Marshall? WVOY. Want to catch the uh, Central? WKKX. Uh, or if you prefer, and some of you I've discovered do, you prefer TuneIn Radio. Use your TuneIn Radio app. Again, 1370 WVOY or 1600 WKKX. Just pick your poison and uh, you can watch and, p- and listen. And be sure to tell your out-of-town friends and family about it. Again, I always say, if you got, you know, if Aunt Tilly is in Topeka and uh, and she's just, oh, I really wish I could see little Bobby play. He's a, he's a, he's a maroon knight now and I just so wish I could see him. She can't see him, but she can hear him. 
Just listen online, watchdognetwork.com or TuneIn Radio. Now, I want to repeat something I have been saying several times this week. Those are the only streams that will take you to our radio station. Watchdognetwork.com or TuneIn Radio, WKKX, TuneIn Radio, WVOY. I say that because there is a nationwide spam thing going on. The spammers seek out radio stations that are doing streaming broadcasts, and they put fake stream links on our page. Oh, you so you go to, you see the uh, Facebook commercial or ad that we put up about, you know, the games tomorrow night, and then they'll have, all they'll say, catch the game here, listen to the game here, stream the game here. Those are, those are, they're, 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 they're scammers, they're spammers. They're going to try and get your information. You don't want to do that. The only links you want to click, WKK, or, uh, watchdognetwork.com, watchdognetwork.com, or Tune in radio via the um, WVOY or WKKX app. All those other things that you'll see on the page, they're just people trying to fool you, suck you into their, their stream. So uh, I try and delete them. I deleted over 50 of them last Friday night. So just be aware of that. So, uh, three before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's a Thursday. In addition to being a football Friday Eve, it is the new day for the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show. Donnie will be on this afternoon from noon to 3. Nelson Croft is back uh, with this week's pet from the Ohio County Animal Shelter. Uh, Samantha Walters is Director of Public Relations for Communicare. She'll be in to talk about that. Dave, uh, Dave McLaughlin is back, and he'll be talking about this big benefit for Frank Gilbert, which is this Sunday, correct, Bob? It is, and we, we said uh, we're relieved. It looks like really not just good weather, but perfect weather. We have mentioned this before, Frankie Gilbert, who many of you actually know from, he was on Donnie's show a lot. Actually, was disc jockey here in town. Big radio career, yes. Yep, yep long many, time ago. Yep, uh, but Frank uh, took a took a terrific fall a couple of weeks ago. Uh, was in a coma. Quite frankly, was we were people weren't sure he was going to make it. Uh, but he is recuperating now, but still um, going to be a long recuperation, a lot of therapy, physical therapy and so on. Uh, so the benefit event, raising money to help Frank out, will be Sunday from, I think it's 1 to 8. Am I right about that? I think you have it right. If uh, if not, listen uh, or maybe call Lola and, and, and get some information. I'm sure they'll go over it a couple times uh, this afternoon. Donnie will be talking about today on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show. So you 25 bucks gets you a ticket. Uh, they're going to have raffles and auctions and gift baskets and uh, 50-50 drawings and Again, I'm all going to a great cause. Yeah. Frank's hurt and he needs our help. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Frank's. A, let me just say this: Frank is a very, very well. How do I phrase it? He's a crazy guy. Outgoing. Frank, that's, that's Frank Gilbert is I very, like very outgoing. Outgoing. And I don't know. I've never met a Gilbert. Well, Denny's kind of reserved, but uh, you know, <laughs> Donnie's out there too. But, uh, but really, really happy for the weather, Howard. And you know when I, I, I really. What's really neat is to watch the Gilbert family come together on this. I mean, tragedy always brings people together, but. The family has really come together, rallied around, trying to do what's right for Frank. So uh, if the family does it, we, the community, can do it too. Donnie, Frank Gilbert uh, event at St. Jude Park Sunday from 1 until 8. And you'll hear more about it coming up today on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show. All right, it's 8 o'clock. ABC covers the world. We'll talk about fracking here in the Ohio Valley coming up. And also, uh, former Congressman Bob Ney, I asked him to go watch the debate since I couldn't. We'll get his assessment of what happened in the GOP debate last night. All of that's coming up as the Watchdog Morning Show continues.
1400 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. C News. I'm Derek Dennis, former President Trump shaking up his legal team, adding one lawyer, dropping another.